Hello and welcome to the Formula Scout podcast. My guest this week is a returning guest to the podcast. It's Christian Rasmussen. Rasmussen took his second championship in as many years this year by taking the Indy Pro 2000 championship and is the second of what we're expecting to be several champions to appear on the podcast in the coming weeks. We discuss a multitude of things including his championship success, what his plans for 2022 are and the small matter of not being the only Danish driver in the IndyCar fraternity at the moment. So enjoy. Christian Rasmussen, welcome back to the Formula Scout podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure you're the first driver to actually uh, return, so it's good to see that we we haven't scared you off. Um, I, I guess really my my first question is: You're the Indy Pro 2000 champion. Has that sunk in yet? It's it's starting to it's starting to uh, especially when we get further and further into next year's plans and 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 start talking to teams and stuff. You kind of you kind of start to realize what's what's been on the line and 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 what we've really accomplished. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, and you, you you're sorting out these plans now from back home in in Denmark. And uh, the last time I spoke to you, you were you were still stateside. Obviously, with with the pandemic and everything, is this the first time you've actually been able to 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 come back to Denmark in a very long time? No, actually, I've been I've been a little bit uh, a little bit back and forth, back and forth. Uh, I think is with COVID, it, it's definitely more tough to travel, but it's not impossible. So, I've definitely been in the US a lot this year and and last year as well. But it's not like I haven't been home at all. So, mm-hmm. cool. So I guess we should uh, dive straight in into into twenty twenty one another another championship another year. Um, so how how did you guys uh, yourself and and Jay Howard driver development sort of uh, come uh, approach the season really as a whole? There's quite a lot of strong teams, a lot of strong drivers, some experienced drivers, some some less experienced as well. So a very very strong and tough field and i think that's a little bit underappreciated by by the wider motorsport world um but just, just generally what what was the, the the approach coming into the year as a whole uh i think i think the approach was was definitely to to try and go for another championship uh go for for for, for the two in a row um we did a lot of testing in the preseason trying to prepare ourselves for for the challenge uh, but you never, you really never know until until the first weekend. Um, but we had we we took some good people in. Uh, I think Bryn Natal, which was uh, which had been engineering cars uh, in, in the series before, so he kind of knew his way around things. And uh, obviously, the car was new for me. The car was new to to Jay as well. Um, but at the end of the day, it has uh, it has four wheels and a steering wheel, so you just got to go drive it. And uh, and I think it went pretty well. Mm, yeah, certainly. Um, it, you, you say the car's got four wheels in this uh, and, and the steering wheel, um, but it's a bit of a step from from USF two thousand to uh, to a degree. Just how did you find that that jump up in in car performance? I think I think the transition from USF two thousand uh, into Indy Pro two thousand is is actually really good. Uh, you can definitely feel that the power increases. Uh, but together with the power that in, that increase, also the grip level increases. So it's it's, it's very balanced out. Uh, just bigger tires, more downforce, and, and obviously more power. But for me, it it, it felt pretty natural to, to go into a new car. I've I've always been in the mindset of uh, you wanna be be ready for that next step. 
um, and, and I, I truly believe that that I was, and and I also kind of uh, showed that as well this year. So, yeah, I, I was very very happy with the season, and uh, looking forward for for next year. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it didn't take you too long to to find yourself in in victory circle in in this category as well. You're in the, on the top step at St Petersburg, if I remember correctly. Mm. Were you, were you a little bit surprised to, to to hit the ground running so quickly, or was it uh, kind of in the plan from the off to 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 really start not notching up big results straight away? Yeah, the, the thing is, the thing is, you just never know. Uh, I, when you look back in my in my first year in USF 2000, it was kind of the same same thing. We we kind of started off a little bit slow, and then gained momentum at the at the end of the season. So this year we were we were fortunate enough to to be quick right off the bat. I think already on the first weekend, actually, I I rolled over the finish line in first in race two, but because of a a little um what's it called a penalty, I I, I got. Uh, got down to second instead but just showing on the first weekend of the year that that we are so strong definitely gave confidence into the rest of the season and uh, we just continued working at it working hard I worked hard in the gym the, the the guys worked hard on on the car getting it where where we wanted to be and and ended up and it ended up being uh, being great at the end yeah yeah certainly let's talk a little bit about some of your your rivals that you had for the for the championship this year because mm. like i said like i said before it was quite a quite a strong field up and down um braden Neves is the one that, that really sort of stood out for me um a driver who 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 you race against in, in usf um as well and he he came on very strong this year obviously coming back mm. from from injury last year um how how did your your rivalry sort of develop uh, not just with him but with with the other drivers on the grid as well yeah, it's 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 actually fun to to look back at because all of a sudden you're you're racing a small group. It, it's it's not everyone that advances, but there is that small group of, of people that I raced back in uh, 2019. Some of the people I raced in 2020, uh, all moving up into Indie Pro. Um, so it was it was actually fun to see. I, I think we we've had some some good battles through the times and and hopefully we'll continue to in, in the future as well um it ended up being Braden who won the championship back in uh, in 2019 with uh, with Hunter McElroy getting second in the championship and me third so it was it was kind of cool to to turn that around uh, with uh, me first Braden second and and McElroy third third this year so they both raced Indy Pro last year, so it was it was it was really awesome to to go in as a rookie and and then, yeah, beat them. Yeah, yeah, certainly. So you're expecting that rivalry to carry on, hopefully into into Indy Lights next year, because a free freeway rivalry is uh, always good for for any uh, any championship, any any career ladder. Yeah, it really is. And I, as I, I, I read an article about uh, Hunter. He's, uh, he's doing the test in, in Indy Lights. So we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully we can continue that rivalry. Hopefully I can be on top next year as well. That's, uh, that's definitely the goal. But it's, it's, always, it's, it's always enjoyable to raise good drivers. Yeah, certainly. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of a, a vibe of some of the, the recent Road to Indy rivalries. I think back to, to Oliver Askew and Renus VK. Um, they went at it for, for three years in a row, uh, obviously Pato and, and Colton Herter, um, and they've obviously both gone on to, to brilliant things in, in IndyCar as well. So um, it, really good to, to sort of see these rivalries and how they develop. 
um, through through several years. Um, there is one weekend I do want to highlight in particular, and that's uh, Road America, because you went from having a, an enormous accident on on one day to to, to going back to, to victory in the other. Just how how challenging was was that weekend in particular for you? It's uh, yeah, I mean, of, of course, it's challenging. Uh, it was definitely challenging for the for the boys to 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 get the car ready first of all. Um, but for me, I'm I'm pretty good at at putting those things behind me and just focus on the job that that I have to do. Uh, I think it's a very important skill as a race car driver to have, uh, and I think I'm, I'm yeah I'm I'm, pre- I'm pretty good at that to be honest. Um, I don't I don't even though it was quite a, a nasty crash. I I I mean he was uh, an inch from my, from hitting my helmet and uh, and and really close. But at the end of the day, you gotta be able to put those things behind you and and perform uh, and and uh, that's that's what we did i mean i drove a, i drove a good race uh, on the on the second day there and 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 ended up winning um so it's also kind of showcased uh, a little bit of, of of my ability there uh, that that you are able to to put those things behind you because i think there's a lot of drivers that that might not be not be able to do that in the same way so yeah that was uh, like you say a really good weekend and 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 very happy with how i performed there yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, you, you, you highlighted sort of the, the bounce back ability as, as, a, as a key strength um, this season. What else would you sort of say were, were your, your strengths in particular and uh, same with the team? Um, where, where, the team where were the team's uh, strengths in? Because uh, when you sort of look at the, the results just sort of um, uh, as pure numbers, the qualifying didn't necessarily stand out, but you're always very quick in in the races so is it quite as simple as that or is it a little bit more um in depth yeah i I think i think you're pretty spot on to be honest i mean i think the race pace was was really good i think we could have improved on on the qualifying pace uh i think that's partly on 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 my shoulders but i think also the car was uh was was just better in in race trim um yeah and also i mean you saw that i, I got like uh the what did they call it uh, something fastest lap award so i had the most uh, fastest lap in the race race fastest race laps um so i think yeah just very good in the in the race runs and the longer runs um we didn't drop off as much on the tires as as everybody else did so that was definitely also a strength uh for, from from this year mm-hmm. yep and let's talk a little bit about the the mid ohio weekend at, at the end of the year um like the, the first weekend where we had some pretty dodgy weather uh, to to contend with um well you had some pretty dodgy weather to contend with i, I was sat at home um all nice and warm but um <laughs> it, it must have been a little bit stressful going in into that first race in particular and then you obviously the the the, the weird sort of situation of only having to start the the next race to mm. to clinch the championship so talk a little bit about your 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 mindset and and how that weekend developed yeah, I mean, the mindset going into the weekend was just finishing in front of those I, who I need to be in front of. Mm. Um, in the first race, I I was running second for for the most part, and then I don't know if if Petrov who was in the first he missed a gear or, or had a mechanical issue or, or whatever happened. I don't know. Um, but all of a sudden he slowed down on the straight, and and I went to the inside. So I kind of got gifted that race to be honest a little bit uh but i mean at the end of the day i think it was kind of our time to to get a little bit of good luck um 
uh, my way. So uh, so we got that that year that race, and then yeah, that like you said, it ended up being I just had to to start the race, and I feel like we we put way too much into that. I mean, why? At the end of the day, you, you never just not start a race. It's, it's very, very rarely that happens. Um, but yeah, we ended up not doing the qualifying just because it, it was in the rain. It was it was too too risky to to, to start it and, and something to happen and, and not being able to start the the race. Um, so I just didn't qualify. Qualified, uh, obviously, you start last when you don't qualify. And uh, yeah, just very kind of anxious about those getting those two, uh, two pace laps out of the way. So... I knew that I won the championship, uh, but once I, I took the checker, I knew that I was a champion. And, and from there on out, it was just about going out, enjoying my last race in Indy Pro, do as, do as good as a job I can. It was, it was tricky conditions. We were all starting on rain tires, uh, but on a drying track. So at the end, it was, it was almost a full, full dry track. Um, it, it was, it was a really fun race. It was a really, really fun race. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine it must've been pretty fun. Uh, sort of com- coming from the back, uh, just carving your way through the field on on rain tires, and it, it's quite a quite a busy race as well with with all sorts going on. Um, do yeah. do you have a particular sort of um, high point from from the season, a win that stands out, perhaps, or, or something like that that comes to mind? Um, I think I think I would say uh, I think I would say a little bit Road America uh on, on on the second day there bouncing back from the crash um and i don't think we had the i don't think we had the fastest car in a straight line so being able to overcome that uh i think was it was it was a great result uh i think the oval uh lucas all raceway was really really good uh running second and and, and taking the one opportunity for to to get the pass for the lead and, and and being able to to make that stick and, and win the race as well was very important. Um, gateway after not qualifying very well uh, started at the back, actually fell back on the start, but made a massive overtake into three and four, uh, and, and ended up being second in the race after being down in ninth. Um, I think those were those were really the three that that stood out for me. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And and you picked two ovals um out there as well. Uh I, I know there isn't like a massive amount of oval racing on, on the Indy Lights calendar, but is that something that you're you're looking forward to uh next year? It is. Uh, I think it's very underestimated uh, by a lot of Europeans. Uh, first of all, it's it's not as easy as, as it looks. It's not just going in and turning left. Um, there, there goes a lot more into it. Um, so I, I really enjoy the oval racing. Uh, partly just the driving style that's different, but also also the racing I find uh, I find quite fun. So hopefully that'll be the same in Indy Lights. And uh, yeah, just looking forward to to put another another layer on all of the track that I go to, especially the ovals also, because it's a skill that you need to 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 have to go into into the big league big league in in indycar and, and and perform well there so it's very great that we get the opportunity in the road to indy to go there to to prepare to prepare ourselves to for for, for that challenge yeah yeah certainly with with indycar on the ovals you have to you have to 
prepare yourself mentally and physically to to drive towards a concrete wall at 240 miles an hour and then hope the car sticks so it it is very much underestimated i think over over here in europe um but i I think the last one just on on 2021 as a whole what does this championship mean compared to last year's championship in in usf 2000 because uh, when we spoke last year you were obviously very very thrilled to to win that championship but Uh, you seem a lot more relaxed this year. Um, perhaps it is a slightly different environment, different time, uh, something like that. So, what, what's the what's the the emotion sort of with with this championship compared to to a year ago? To to be honest, it is it's exactly the same. Uh, if I hadn't won the championship last year, I wouldn't have been able to to be an indie pro this year and giving me this opportunity to win this championship and 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 the same way this year if if I hadn't won the scholarship and 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 won uh, yeah won indie pro I wouldn't have been able to to continue into lights um so no it's 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 very important it's it's crucial for for my career uh, without having huge financial backing um to be able to to progress through through the ladder anyways um so it's, it's a great opportunity uh, i think also together with the ovals it's, it's kind of overlooked uh in in europe and, and in the rest of the world and i think the rest of the world should really look at uh, at the us for being uh, in in front of everybody else on, on on that front giving the giving some young young drivers a possibility to to be there uh, without having yeah, without it being a play field for, for just the richest drivers in the world, it's actually the best drivers uh, that you can find. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And the the, the strength and depth, I, I think that the, the road to Indy has provided IndyCar in, in recent years very much showcases that very well. Um, I, let's talk a little bit about um, your, your fellow, fellow Danish driver. So I remember last year we were talking about the prospect of you perhaps being the first Danish driver to, to reach uh, IndyCar in quite a few years, but two drivers mm. have uh, already beaten you to it uh, in, in Christian Lungard and, and Kevin Magnussen making cameos uh, this season. Are they two drivers that you've been able to, to have contact with at all? Um, uh, and what did you make of, uh, of their one-off uh, appearances? No, I think to be honest, I think it's great for for also for me in, in the long run with with some Danish uh, with some Danish fellow Danishmen uh, coming over the pond and and compete in in the US. I think it also uh, it just gives you more um, more of a spotlight, more interest from 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 the media back home uh, that there are some big big names uh, sort of say in the u.s so, so they can kind of focus on that but also kind of a little bit fell off on me um but we'll see uh i said that i wanted to be the the, the first Danish driver to have a full-time ride uh, we have had some indycar drivers we have uh, kevin magnuson's uh dad he he drove a couple of races in indycar we had the uh, Ronnie Bremer, he, he did the, the champ car back in the days. Um, and so we had a few cars, a few, few drivers do one-offs, but uh, never a driver to actually compete uh, in the full championship. So we'll see what happens. Um, I've been talking a little bit with, uh, with Lundgaard, obviously, us being the same age, uh, be, have been in the same sort of, uh, sort of uh, around the same people for a long time uh, in Team Denmark and, and in that... Um, 
in that union there. So we, we know each other quite well. Uh, I talked to him, I talked with him in, uh, in India when he was in Indianapolis and he, he explained a little bit to me about everything, but we'll see what happens uh, right now. I'm focusing on my own career, trying to, to make the best for myself. Um, if I think it's, I, I still think that the U S is an overlooked market. So I think it's only great that more European drivers look towards the U S because I think there's great opportunity over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. And you're, you're almost certainly going to have a, a very good opportunity in, in 2022 uh, in, in Indy Lights. What's the target? Uh, are you thinking perhaps three championships on the bounce? We've seen Kyle Cook would do do exactly that. Um, so are you going to be targeting three, three in a row next year? That's, uh, that's definitely the goal. That's definitely the goal. So we'll, we'll see what we can, we can make happen. Certainly. And you, you've already spoken a little bit about um, trying to trying to land uh, deals and so forth. But have you got a particular team in mind? Is it something that perhaps Jay's uh, assessing for the future? Um, or are you um, in, in conversations with some of the, the big outfits over over in Indie Lights? Yeah, uh, Jay, Jay doesn't have an intention to, to do lights directly with his team right now. So obviously I had to to figure something out, uh, something else out. Uh, I'm kind of going away from, from my family for the past four years now, four seasons. Um, so it's going to be different. Uh, what team it's going to be with, we're not quite sure yet, um, but obviously we're talking to, to, to some people. Uh, and, and I can tell you this much that it's, uh, that it's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, I, I'm very much looking forward to, to hearing uh, all about it. But I, I guess sort of in the meantime, to, to really sort of to close it, um, how, how do you plan on, on spending the winter months now? Obviously, there's quite a, quite a decent gap, I suppose, until um, uh, the actual racing gets underway. But I'm sure you've got plenty of testing to, to, to be cracking on with and, and plenty of uh, mm-hmm contract uh, negotiations to be to be had as well so what's your what's your plan for for the next couple of months yeah i mean i'm i'm, I'm traveling to the u.s again at the end of next week so right there we, we just start to to prepare for next season so we have uh, chris griffiths at the end of the month uh, so we're doing that and then hopefully we'll be able to do a lot of testing to prepare for next year um so yeah it'll be a lot of testing Right now, we are in, uh, like you say, uh, negotiating contracts for next year, looking at our opportunities, and, um, and yeah, it's going to be exciting. Uh, looking forward to 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 try another yet another race car, uh, get more power, get more of everything, uh, and uh, being with another team is also going to be an exciting opportunity for me. Exciting. Uh, to, to, to meet new people as well and, and be able to, to, to learn to, to work with those people. So I'm looking forward to a new challenge and uh, hopefully we'll do, I'll do just as good as, as this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. And I, I think really sort of final one, um, just just following up on that about the, the Indy Lights car, because several of the drivers that I've spoken to are talking about a, sort of like a bigger jump between uh, Indy Pro and, and Indy Lights uh, compared even between in Lights and IndyCar. So, so how are you approaching that test in particular? Um, is it is it something that you are going to have to pay a little bit more more attention with than than perhaps with with the other cars you've driven? 
I don't know. I can I can kind of come back to to what I said earlier with the with four wheels and a steering wheel. Uh, I think uh, at the end of the day, I'll I'll figure it out. I hope I'll I hope I will. I think I will, and uh, we'll just see we'll just see what happens. So I think we'll have I'll have plenty of testing this winter to 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 figure out. So even though I'm not on top of the charts uh, this in a couple of weeks time at at Chris Griffiths at IMS, but I'm I'm sure we'll. I'll get there. Awesome. Right. Okay. I think we will call that there. So thanks very much for, for, for joining. Thank you for having me.